1: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the 35th episode of Tales of Tamriel. We are glad uh, you are back to join us for another amazing episode. We've got game news, including patch notes, a new community contest, some congratulations that need to be given out, and a new Lore Masters archive. We also go over your iTunes reviews and emails, so stay tuned. Also, special shout-out to Chris Rainer 37 from Twitter. Here is your critical surge for your morning commute. Have a good day, and hope you uh, have a good time listening to us. Anyway... I'll explain that later. Okay. I am your host, Agelos, the elf-slaying host, which is awesome. And with me, as always, the pink sneak thief, and she who has a mini panic attack if anyone tries to open a chest before her face. How are you doing this afternoon?
2: Um, I'm good. I'm good. Have... Yeah. It's a good day.
1: So uh, how many little mini heart attacks did you have last night when we were opening all the chests and you couldn't get them? Three. Three? I had
2: three. Yes. Uh,
1: that's remarkable, because most time women don't survive heart attacks.
2: That is true. Yeah. That is, yeah. wow. wow, way to be more
1: I know, starting to show off right. Also joining us, the man who is running our stream and PvP meathead of Dragon Knight, Openis. No, that's not a dirty word. <laughs> Deltie of Deltie is Gaming, how are you doing today? Oh my god,
0: great, how are you guys? Doing great.
1: Glad you could join us again. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: thanks, thanks for having me.
1: Oh, it's always a pleasure. All right, well, enough with the awkward introductions. Let's go ahead and get right into the game news. Okay. First up with game news this week, Patch... 1.4.4 1.4.4 released, and uh, as well as some stealth hot fixes. So let's go into that a little bit as soon as I pull up the right one. The Elder Scrolls version 1.4.4 is an incremental patch that addressed several issues, mainly with gameplay, itemization, UI, and the Alliance War. We have fixed a number of issues that were impacting Nightblades, uh, other than Nightblades being Nightblades, and stealth. Um, with other issues scheduled to be hot fixed later this week, and we'll talk about that in a second. They also made some tweaks for restoring stamina and magicka while in combat. What? I know, right? Let, let's go ahead and let's talk about that real quick. Um, so, yeah, heavy attacks from one-handed weapons, two-handed weapons, bow and dual-wield, um, when they're fully charged, actually restore stamina based on your level. As well, fully charged heavy attacks from Destruction Staff and Restoration Staffs now also restore Magicka based on your level. Um, Big,
0: big change, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you
0: you seen the other change with the Restoration Staff?
1: No, no. Why don't you enlighten us a little bit?
0: That's the biggest change. Okay, the reason why Restoration Staff had so much damage is because the cycle of life passive gave you 10% damage, um... If you had full life, based on your amount of health you had, they took that away from the restoration staff ability. Now,
1: ooh,
0: so Nightblades are definitely ten percent less. It's a good. It's a very, very good change for the balance of the game.
1: You know. All right, thanks. So it looks like you have something you want to say. Go ahead. And...
2: I, the only thing I have to say is I, I'm sad.
1: You know, it, it, it's a little strange when the healing weapon is the single-target <laughs> best damage weapon yeah. in the game. It's a little... Uh, Cheesy. Yeah, it's a little weird. I know you're upset, but it's true. I've seen people pull insane damage and they're, and they're using a healing weapon. Uh. That,
2: that is true, because when we were in Cyrodole mm. last night, I was the main healer using the healing spells, but mm-hmm. someone else in our party was using a healing staff to attack.
1: Yeah. So. Well, it, it is. Those heavy attacks do so much damage, and if you're not taking any hits... You've got that extra bonus, yeah, you're you're pretty powerful. So, so that
0: was the real big change. That um, And then when they patched it, it didn't actually work, and it didn't actually take the damage away. Um, so it, it works now. And then they added the destruction staffs, give uh, heavy attacks. You have to do a full heavy, um, but they also give you magicka back, which was a good change too, because then they kind of gave it more incentive for the destruction staff. I think it just honestly is a good change to balance out more of the DPS instead of just being so powerful towards a Nightblade because Nightblade just by far is the best. Now it's a little bit more even.
1: Nice. Now I have a question for you. I don't know if you'll have the real answer to this one or face if you'll have the real answer and I don't even have the real answer. I just need to do some testing with it. I'll make when, one up <laughs> when they're doing the fully or the fully charged heavy attacks. Here's the question. Like When you're holding down the heavy attack button, you can hold it in, and he finishes the entire attack while you're holding in the button. Now, it takes about mm, two seconds, I think it is. It might not be two seconds. Eh, maybe. I can't remember the exact timing. For it to go fully do the heavy attack. Now, you can cut that, hold the button down a little shorter, and it still registers as a heavy attack damage, according to... uh,
0: But you don't get the stuff.
1: Yeah, that's what I was kind of curious, if you noticed that or not. I was... yes testing I, it yeah so i guess that kind of is it's gonna be kind of weird with um
0: weaving oh, spray the cat yeah
1: weaving um weaving attacks back and forth with heavy attacks if you don't do that you don't get your stamina or magicka back
0: yeah you really gotta let it go off on a heavy what i used to do is hold down a heavy and then i hit the block button and that would actually make it go faster but i tried to do that again to see if it worked and it didn't
1: mm, nice well I you know I'm not fond of weaving. Like I mean, not that it's it's just a cheesy way to get your damage up. So I, I, I hate the fact that they allow that in even at the start. So it's kind of interesting. Um, I, I think this will definitely maybe take away from a little bit of the weaving. I don't know. Maybe not with the Magicka casters, but with stamina, definitely. And I did notice that when you, the full heavy attack... Um, you can get two light attacks off in the time it takes to do one heavy. So, And the damage is pretty equal, so it's whether or not you want that stamina return. That's what I've yeah. noticed, at least from my testing. I didn't see much of a difference between two heavies, or two lights and one heavy. It was about the same damage um, within a few points. All right, so that was pretty cool. What do you think? What do you think about the stamina and magicka um, return from heavy attacks? Sure.
2: I use it a lot on my restoration staff, but on my destruction staff, I very rarely ever use heavy attacks. Really? Yeah. I use my my light attacks or my skills.
1: Hmm. I see. Well, maybe you'll want to pick that up now that you get Magicka back. It'd be a nice way to restore Magicka, but you're wearing mostly light armor. You probably don't have a lot of problems with re- regeneration.
2: I'm wearing all light armor now.
1: Oh, are you? Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. You made me my light armor, oh, I
1: made you heavy armor, too. you didn't. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. Okay, Um, let's move off of that.
2: You're right, my pants are heavy. Oh,
1: okay, I'm like, I could have swore I did, but I don't know, I made a lot of armor and weapons. Um, Next up, actually, part of this hot fix is they had uh, stealth fixes, which are kind of interesting. They fixed an issue where the racial passive stealthy was not reducing the detection radius, and they fixed an issue where the three-set bonus for Nightblade item set was not decreasing the range at which you could be detected. So both of those have been fixed. I heard there was a lot of complaints about that when the patch first hit. Uh, Delty, did you hear any of those complaints?
0: About what again? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, stealthy
1: Oops. passive and the oh, yeah, Nightblade yeah. item set not
0: actually working. Yeah, that's I, I, tricky. I don't know why they're having problems
2: with that Nightblade stuff.
1: Nah, I guess they just really don't like Nightblades. They're just, eh, who cares?
2: Apparently not. <laughs> they keep getting crapped on.
1: Well, well I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I think if I did that much damage, I wouldn't mind a little bit of crap falling down my way once in a while. I'd be like, I don't care. I might not I just, be able to stealth, but I still do double damage of everyone else.
0: People bang on the night blade. Oh, no, you don't. No. Oh Oh, heavens no.
1: No, no. Uh-huh. Compared to a nightblade, I'm like flinging, you know, I'm, you know, like a wet pillow kind of thing going on.
0: Yeah. Well, at, at endgame, it's basically, you know, you have one, the biggest bosses are one target. They're not, so a knight, um, a Dragonite or whatever, I pulled 4,500 DPS in a Kragorn the other day. But that was with 5,000 mobs around. Now, when I'm on a single target, I'm pulling, I pulled 1,100 in Trials once. Um, that's with all the buffs, that's with all the, you know, every little thing being buffed up and debuffed. But other than that, man, the Nightblade, you're hitting two buttons over and over, that's it. Two buttons. Crippling Grass, Funnel Health, Funnel Health, Funnel Health, Funnel Health, Funnel Health. I mean, that it's it's cheesy, dude. Anyway, sorry, ran over. <laughs>
1: no, it's fine. All right, um, does anyone have anything else they want to say about patch 1.4.4? There wasn't a whole lot in this one. It was mostly bug fixes, a few bug crashes, uh, stealth fixes. But the big thing was the stamina return and the magicka return. And, of course, the nerf to restoration staffs. Sad. Except for
2: the stamina return. That's, that's, a, well, yeah, that's that a good mean... idea.
1: Uh, I I think it'll help and I don't disagree with you, I think it'll help but I still don't think it fixes the issue completely and we're not going to get into that rant again because it's the same rant Delty and I have had pretty much every week since we started the show it, it's, getting,
0: it's getting balanced out though it really, It's I mean, getting
1: there but I don't think it solves the main problem I, I, I don't personally. think
0: either but pve pvp you can actually play however you want that's what i really like about pvp you PvP,
1: can... pve uh solo yeah maybe you could get away with some veteran dungeons it depends how good your other friends are but yeah, yeah. Not, not the high end like nope the crypt of hearts and trials and dragon star no, no. nope. you're right um but Lower veteran dungeons and stuff like that. Yeah, you could you could do that all the way up until the top tier related stuff. Then then you're going to have issues. All right. Next up on game news. Tales of the Dead version two. <laughs> <laughs> version two. Version two. <laughs> version two. The second Tales of the Dead contest is here and they've returned with another. Was that comment? Yeah, screenshot from Tamriel you impressed, aren't you?
2: I am, actually. Yeah.
1: How did it come to this? What led to such an unfortunate and untimely death of this traveler? And who was he or she? If you can come up with the best fictional story, you'll be the winner. To participate, take a good look at the image below, which looks like a Breton with a spear through his head. You know what? This kind of looks like the ending of 300. <laughs> yeah that that's oh actually no it's not even the ending of 300 it's like the very beginning where he's like lay down your weapons and he throws the spear at him yeah that's it Oh, that's a perfect story no one can steal that anyway if you want to participate <laughs> take a good look at the image below then create your own fictional entry of 500 words or less that tells us more about the scene you can write a short story journal entry or any kind of fictional text once you're happy with it uh, with your creation, you can go ahead and post it on the entry thread. Now, this only goes um, from September 22nd until Friday, September 26th. Oh my goodness, it's already over. I didn't realize it was that short. Wow. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. This is over already, so I hope you did it. If you're one of the winners, you'll receive a $25 electronic gift card to the Bethesda store and an ESO t shirt of your choosing.
2: I know, oh, nice. it's when, already over. When was
1: the last show? What date? Uh, last show was the 20th. Oh, all right. Yeah, they I, literally okay. only did it a week. You oh. have one week to do it.
2: Well, we could probably just cut that chunk out of the show. Though. No, I'll keep it, but <laughs>
1: that that's shame. Um, live I kinda, is live, baby. That's live show for you right there. Um, when I read this, I'm sitting there looking at the date, and that's how bad I am with dates. I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I could be able to announce this on the show. It would be fine. And then I just realized, as I looked down at my clock, going, oh, that was over two days ago. Ah, darn it. Yeah.
2: Way to be absorbed. I'm as
1: bad at reading maps as I am at reading calendars, apparently. So. Them words. Them words. Hey, but you can do math. I can do math.
2: Yeah, but I can read maps <laughs> and, and look at calendars. I see. But I can't do math.
1: Be careful. Your Daedric Prince nemesis is coming.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I... I like these kind of things like they're giving away little gift cards and T-shirts and stuff like that. Just I like these little community events like I'm not very creative when it comes to that kind of thing. But uh, I know we have very, very talented um, role players and stuff like that, which is actually surprisingly large in our community.
0: I wouldn't say surprisingly. I mean, that's that's Elder Scrolls, right? I mean, that's kind of what it's for. I think it's, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot of people that take it seriously and dedicate a lot of time to it. It's impressive.
2: I think if you tried and I edited for you, you could come up with something really good.
1: You're only saying that because I make up silly songs at random.
2: You do, and they're Uh, usually pretty good. eh. Except for the bad grammar and spelling and sentence structure.
1: Well, that's funny. Yeah. Man, do you
2: like anything
0: that he does?
1: No, not really. (laughs)
0: thank god he's cute oh my god yeah these two i know wow Wow. you know what
1: i'll tell you what that guy right there is me after our uh you know about another year of our marriage that's (laughs) me that's the spear
2: yes which works we have a lot of acres of land i could just bury them anywhere in my yard and
1: i do have a boar spear yeah see perfect i gotta keep that away from you from now on all right um so still very cool let's go ahead and move on to the next section world first kill of dragon star arena veteran mode and that goes to oh dear alacrity alacrity thank you oh my goodness (laughs) not me alacrity world first dragon star arena veteran kill that was done on September 20th at 4.28 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So congratulations, guys. Um, the final time excluding death penalty was two hours and 47 minutes to complete the entire thing. That's impressive. That's impressive. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Hey, I've been of hearts. What up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> see that's something yeah, that i do maybe? like about this game is some of the like the trials which are supposed to be the raid content which should last that long take like nine minutes but like the veteran dungeons take like eight hours to do
0: dragon Soul arena takes a long time even non-vet I mean, I mean...
1: oh well it took them two hours and 47 minutes this was their killing attempt they probably were farming this for hours i would love to find out how many total hours they put in from the like the time they first stepped into it till the time they downed it
2: why did they exclude uh death penalty time
1: uh because death penalty time anytime you die adds minutes to your timer so their total time was like nine hours for in terms of like when you look at the scoreboard like anytime you die it oh, it's kind of okay. like the chocobo racing in uh, Final Fantasy X where when
2: you hit the balloons you get time added yeah
1: or you get time reduced or if you hit stuff they add time I hate that race. that's how this works anytime you die it adds time okay okay so yeah but it's still really cool so congratulations guys and uh, we're gonna move on from there because we're gonna talk about that in a little bit later um, next up on game news ESO live the second um, live stream from Zenimax was. Took place on Friday the 26th. Sadly, I did not get to watch it. Um, so, Delty, I know you said you got to watch it a little bit. You want to give us a little, just a little synopsis of what happened? And I kind of want to talk about it a little bit uh, maybe next week after I yeah, watch it.
0: It just kind of was talking about the community stuff going on and whatnot. I mean, it wasn't they kind of talked about 1.5 a little bit then previewed dragon star arena with i think defunct did it and um it was good but i was doing dragon star arena myself so i kind of you know listened to it in the background and stuff uh it wasn't too informative of the information so it was all right but you know just and they had people on actually from the community that were like rpers and stuff so i thought that was pretty cool um so they do a lot for the community and you know basically the people that are making the fan art and doing the music they highlighted some of that so it's cool to give people shout outs that you know not just guides like mine or whatever but people that are just really vested in the game
1: oh absolutely like uh there are a lot of talented artists and stuff like that that put their you know their uh creative minds at this game and just love this world so much that they really dig into it um Just like the uh, giveaway on uh, Tamriel Foundry of uh, Peregrine Studios jewelry and stuff like that. It's gorgeous stuff and it's I love it. So, um, yeah, awesome. Well, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit next week if uh, I can dig through it. and There's actually anything of note, Um, but I was away and I got the little notification. They went live. and I'm like, oh, no signal to watch it. Darn. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the next bit of news which is our last bit of news for this week actually. It's another lore master archive response to citizen inquiries. In today's issue Xenomax presents a response endorsed by. Oh my goodness.
2: A cantor of Shimmerine, Sapiarch of Indoctrination, to the requests of an enthusiastic KGT citizen, as well as his responses to your questions about the Thalmor in the Second Era.
1: Oh, Thalmor. All right, we're going to skip this. We're going to move on to the next section All right. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yes, no elves. No elves.
1: <laughs> all right, let's go ahead. You guys,
0: hold on. You guys are in Daggerfall right now, aren't you?
1: We are in Daggerfall.
0: Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's you, not bad.
1: You know, I actually am really enjoying it because it's kind of like Game of Thrones and Tamriel because everyone hates everyone else. and
2: That is true. Everyone is killing everybody else in their own, their yeah. own realm.
1: Yeah, like while, y- you know, we're all concerned like in Ebonheart Pact of protecting our lands and repelling invasion.
2: But from the elves.
1: From the elves. Well, it's everybody. I mean, that's what we do. Um, I, I haven't played all the way through the... Um, Almar Dominion, but I know they kind of repel a little bit of invasion from the Maomir, the Sea Elves, as well as launching um, invasions and stuff like that. But, like, Daggerfall Covenant is just like, well, you know, let's just kill each other like <laughs> our two sides can just sit back and just be like so, well
0: sounds like america <laughs> oh i know I, we just I'm became a- political podcast <laughs> and- i know i'm an american crazy man but it's fine. <laughs> oh. yeah we don't we don't need to we don't need
1: to fight them just let them fight between each other they'll kill themselves off yep. it's all good
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: right
1: all right well let's continue on with response to citizen inquiries
2: oh i do not want to read this one okay Esteemed citizen of the Aldmari Dominion. You suck. Thank you for expressing your interest in the critical functions performed by the Presidium of Aldmari Cultural Illumination and Dissemination to further solidify the intercultural bonds of our magnificent alliance. We strive to give our ear to any citizen with suggestions, questions, or concerns relating to our tireless efforts to provide the Dominion with education to promote cooperation and understanding between Altmer, Bosmer, and Khajiit. Your two requests and one inquiry have been received and processed, and it is our sincere hope that you find the determinations reached by the Presidium satisfactory. Please note that any additional queries related to your submission, which has been assigned the Citizen Inquiry Identifier 3278BP, must be accompanied by a completed additional inquiry form approved by your district's Dalmore Representative of Civil Concerns.
1: All right, I'm going to interrupt you just real quick. This is why Admiral Dominion sucks. They remind me of the DMV. Continue on.
2: (laughs) Oh. All right. Request one. Regarding the inclusion of a broader survey of Khajiti heroes in the new edition of Combined History of the Old Dominion, Volume 4, Historical Persons of Note, your opinion is valued and important. Though we must limit the number of highlighted historical figures described in this already significant tome by necessity, your feedback will be taken into consideration. We have noted your observation about the preponderance of alt individuals in the book, and will take it under advisement in the event that a new edition is issued.
1: Essentially, he's telling the poor little Khajiit, screw you. Continue.
2: Okay. <laughs> Request two. Regarding celebration of the Kajiti Festival of Sugar Singing, our greatest ambition is to be sensitive to the needs and desires of all citizens. It is therefore with the utmost regret... We must inform you that the sugar singing will continue to be prohibited in most major cities due to the disruption of business and domestic peace that has been reported in municipalities where the festival has been provisionally allowed. As with any Thalmor ruling, you may continue to raise specific concerns by visiting your local representative, accompanied, of course, by the proper forms, which may vary depending on the nature of the additional request or complaint. Anything
1: to say? I'm I'm just like I don't know how anyone plays Almari at this point. I I just want to punch him in the throat.
2: So do I. Okay. Inquiry one. Regarding becoming more involved in your local governing body, the Thalmor is always pleased to accommodate and encourage citizens who wish to become more active in promoting cooperation and understanding throughout the Dominion. All Thalmor positions and offices are confirmed by the illustrious Queen a own hand, ensuring only individuals with true dedication to the goals of a productive, prosperous, and victorious Dominion reach any office. By undertaking every possible effort to be an outstanding citizen, even you may one day be recognized by Her Majesty. The Presidium of Altmari Cultural Illumination and Dissemination thanks you you again for your interest. If you find any of our carefully considered responses to be inadequate, do not hesitate to submit an approved additional inquiry form. Glory to the Dominion. These responses endorsed by Icandor of Shemarine Sapiar of Indoctrination.
1: President and CEO of Comcast. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) (sighs) yeah okay, yeah
2: good, good. um that was a mouthful but that was really the, fun to read there the, was a lot of big words really close together
0: <laughs> yeah they're outmarried dominion are a bunch of deals it was
2: it was fun
0: anyway holes i thought you were gonna go deep back but i like deals <laughs> deals all
1: right we got a little bit of question and answer a little bit and this is actually kind of interesting um I'm often confused regarding the distinction between the Fist of Thalmor, or Justicars, and the diplomats and nobility known as the Thalmor. Would you perhaps explain the difference between the two groups and the duties they fulfill in the Dominion? And that's from the Axran.
2: A. Cantor of Shimmerine says, The Thalmor, which was originally a bureau responsible for safeguarding alt heritage, was expanded by Queen A. Ren and now functions as the executive arm of the Altmari Dominion. It incorporates representatives from all three of the Dominion's member races, and ratios appropriate to their administrative abilities. The Fists of Thalmor is an effectuation unit of officers, deployed when stern measures must be taken to enforce adherence to Thalmor dicta. The Justicars are more... Conventional law enforcement officers, often local in origin and jurisdiction.
1: AKA the SS. I know, I'm really going here. Who are the members of Falmore Inner Council and why are they chosen to be part of it?
2: The members of the Inner Council is personally chosen by and serves at the pleasure of Queen a Wren. They are said to be all individuals whom Her Majesty trusts implicitly. The exact membership is confidential. But it is no secret that the Inner Council includes King Aradan Cameron of Valenwood and Lord Garreshri, the speaker for the main. As an
1: Imperial, I'm fully aware of the bitter differences that divide the Altmer and my people. However... I wish that one day we set aside our hatred and prejudice for each other. Will it take what will it take for our two races to coexist in peace and friendship? Do you even think that's possible? That's uh, Alessandria of Cyrodiil.
2: Your question, Imperial, is either naive or disingenuous. The Empire of Cyrodiil was founded on the blood of elves and battened on elven genocide. For thousands of years, Central Tamriel has whelped human empires, each bloodier than the last, spreading grief and savagery to every corner of the continent. We Altmar have long stood by, patiently waiting for men to exhaust their penchant for warfare and embrace civilized behavior, but we can no longer abet the cycle of bloodshed by abstination. Now, The Aldmar Dominion marches to Cyrodiil. There will be peace, yes, once the cancer of human imperialism is extrapolated utterly. This is a nice dry wine, by the way. Is it local?
1: I really hate the elves, like, so much. Why, (laughs) dude? We're cool.
2: No, they're horrible. Uh,
1: Darn. We're just better than everyone else.
0: I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Last question. I would like to know... The Thalmor's official stance on the lesser races, specifically the other races of elves. Would would they be allowed to join us, much like the Bosmer and Khajiit? Many thanks.
2: I must assume your question is a delicate reference to the Dunmer, as the Maramir are mere pirates who are beneath all consideration. Our unfortunate cousins of Marwan are double Apostates, of course, having rejected both the Daedra and the Adra, and have been doubly punished by divine curse for their sins of hubris and heresy. However, They do have certain, shall we say, talents that have been honed by hardship, skills that will enable them to find appropriate employment in the Tamriel-wide Dominion to come. If they trust to our wisdom and guidance, they will survive, and even thrive, as citizens of the Dominion, once they learn that status, of course.
1: And he's referring to their brothels. Really? I don't know, but that's what I'm guessing. (laughs) cuz that's why i like the dark elves.
2: Oh my gosh, you and brothels. I know. I'm I'm addicted to brothels it happens.
1: <laughs> I, I know that's why i will never beat like the witcher 2. I just i will never.
2: I was on a roll with that whole thing. I know there was a bunch of words i got wrong.
1: <laughs> so please
2: don't anybody look too closely into that. I
1: I don't think half the people even read those. That's why we like to we like to do those.
2: Oh cool. But so i can just i can I just can. add you my can, own sentences. You can
1: make up everything. I, I, what
2: was that dealt to you?
0: I said I can't read, so I just I you know can't sure read. It was
1: PvP good. meatheads can't do
0: that. <laughs> 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 Musket Musk wow. AP, that's my AP sound. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: okay. right, well, that ends our game news for this week. We're going to move on to our discussion topic and something that kind of peeves me out a little bit. This is a little bit of a host rant, and it is the race to world first. Now, for those of you who haven't been listening to the podcast, you guys will know that I am a huge PvE raiding junkie. Like, that's what I used to do. Meathead. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a PvE meathead. I really am. Um, and that's what I love to do. I love the competition of competitive PvE and game. And I had a lot of high hopes for Zenimax, especially with their leaderboards and stuff when they were first conceptualized. However. Uh-oh. However. There are some serious problems here that I will talk about in a little bit. But uh, first off, as we said earlier, we want to give uh, congratulations to the World First Guild of Dragon for the Dragon Star Arena veteran mode who downed it. Um, with that being said, there was a lot of uh, trolling and arguing and whatnot on the forum post of the official kill. Uh, going back and forth going, you guys didn't down at first. We downed at first on the PTS, blah, 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 blah. First off, PTS doesn't count. Just so you know. Well, duh. No, but that's neither here nor there. But about mm, three pages into this back and forth, Zenimax decides they're going to reply with a, we don't, we do not, uh, confirm any world first unless we're doing a, a competition. So they would not actually say whether or not who had the world first. That's a problem for me. That's really? a problem for a lot of gamers. Yeah, that, that literally pissed me off. Like, I,
0: So other games do do that?
1: Yes, and they have a API that allows people to actually create websites, stuff that actually track your progress.
0: So um, API is the system outside of the game. I thought that wasn't anything to do with the developers.
1: Uh, no, 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 no. The API still... It, it, it's the code that allows us to access the game. Oh, really? So, yes. So
0: that has to be created from a development standpoint? Yes. For, okay. There,
1: well, there's several kind The, the API that we have in game for add-ons, there's also a web API that allows you to read statistics of your characters. And that other games do have. I know Swotor has it. Uh, right. World of Warcraft, of course, has it. Um, Wild Star has it. All that stuff. And they, even so they do, you know, when someone first downs something, they often congratulate and confirm. You know, Final huh. Fantasy, of course, has this. Anyone that has a type of end game that's like a PvE raid, normally the, like, I remember when, um, I guess it was Blue Garter, Order of the Blue Garter, on Final Fantasy finally downed uh, turn five of Binding Coil Obama. It took them, like, five months to do it. Like, it was that hard. Wow. And the developers actually, you know, wrote up a big post and the, the the Yoshi Yoshi P, who is what is he, the game director, he's essentially the guy who runs the, the who, he's everything about Final Fantasy fourteen actually wrote a post congratulating the team going, We confirm that Order of the Blue Garter has indeed downed um, you know fifth coil Obama for you know world first. It, that's something that I think competitive is if they're going to put leaderboards in here why would they not hmm. let yeah. us know who the world first is people race for that there's actually a documentary called the race for world first that's why I put it on here I do encourage people to watch it it's actually quite fascinating is it um, pretty good I enjoyed it a lot and Does it I highlight
0: the PVE meatheads like like how they freak out yes like, Get out of the do. red you idiots yes they do oh I gotta watch that
1: and I mean, it for those who are PVPers as well. I mean, you can see a lot of that mentality for competitive PVE. It's it's a fantastic documentary. Huh. I do, I do recommend it. Um, but that being said, I'm very upset with Zenimax for not actually confirming or denying. They used to shaking her head over here. Why don't you uh, Why don't you jump in and say what you want to say?
2: I'm completely okay with them not getting in the middle of it. Whatever the gamers want to use their game for, whether they want it to be competitive or something or other, let the gamers fight it out. I don't think the game developers should have to get in the middle of it.
1: Okay. Um, before we talk about Delty, why don't you give us your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I'm kind of with Thais. Like,
0: how do they even track it? I mean, if what, shouldn't there be some numerical value that says, you know, this is the first person that did it i mean wouldn't it be that simple i mean why wouldn't you just say yeah billy bob got it done first
1: i see that's why i'm kind of confused as to why they didn't want to do it now i'm going to say this right off the bat for both of you guys you can't let gamers do that i'm I'm just gonna say it: you can't let them fight it off between themselves because then it turns into league of legends okay
2: every game already turns into league of legends
1: (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) there people do take this seriously like
2: once you get men in any game, that's it.
1: Oh, whoa. Oh. Whoa. Oh. There's some Pump sexism. The see, breaks. now there's sexism over here. You
2: Pump see this? Pump
0: the brakes. Okay. <laughs> now, as far as World First, yes, we want, um, I mean, you take a screenshot of it. Have you done this yet? I mean, isn't it that? They do take a screenshot. Yes, they well, do. What's the pr- What proof do you need? I mean, like, didn't you wouldn't you have the achievement? You take a screenshot of the achievement. Who mm-hmm. got the screenshot first? That's Right? That's
1: what I mean, they did. They posted okay, well, a screenshot, and it, that's why I'm congratulating them. I believe they got it.
0: What's the what's the hang-up here? I mean,
1: The, the hang-up is another guild saying they got it first, regardless. Well, they didn't post the screenshot, but they said they got it first. They've had it for a while, blah, blah, blah. From so the if PTS. You said, yeah, it's I, not I, only I from the PTS. They said they got it on live as well.
0: Yeah, well, I got it on live yesterday. Where's my proof? I don't have it. Shut yeah. up, right? The, I mean, There is a it. proof there. But
2: well, then the other one has the
0: screen, doesn't one
2: doesn't. They don't matter. <laughs> if they don't have any proof that they got it, then they just yeah. need to it's, be quiet. You're just and in the-
0: error. You're just talking error. nonsense. My, yeah. my
1: issue with this, without an official confirmation, is I can make a screenshot that looks valid. It's called Photoshop.
2: But there's people who can pick that apart.
1: There are, but I mean, other than, you know, that's, that's how much effort would it really have taken for ZeniMax to go...
0: Yeah, that's hey. bizarre. Why wouldn't
2: they? I just don't
0: I, I know they
1: can do it.
2: Do it. I, I can understand why they didn't. I really can. I can see why they oh. would want the gamers to discuss it amongst themselves. Why they wouldn't want to put their put their foot down and get in the middle of it. I can understand that.
1: But instead of putting their foot down and taking three seconds to go, Hey, this person finished it, um, and Esteldon has it right the big controversy comes from the EU and the US oh. difference there's a time there's a time difference EU says they had it first uh, US guild says they had it before that um
0: oh so they're wanting them to decide like a referee who got
1: yeah. it yeah i mean yeah. that's one of the problems. yeah it's not just the EU side mm. but that's part of the issues
2: well then that that doesn't count then the EU server has their they're world first and the, no, the, it says yes, world. That's not a world first. Yeah, it has world <laughs> in the top. data center first,
0: but not world first. It's, it's okay, so.
2: Completely different servers and groups of people.
0: It doesn't but matter. It, but it's isn't the, the controversy once the patch starts? Because I see what Esteldon is saying, because it's not the same day. It's not the exact same time. Oh,
1: yeah, no, it's not. There is a time difference. Like, we but get ours, what, in like the morning is, or something like that. Theirs goes down several hours later
0: yeah, but a world first is whoever gets it first. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. If, if it's a day later, and that's what the EU gets. I'm sorry if it's if it's basically who got it the very first, it says world first, who gets it first? I mean, it, it but the if EU got it the first when the time the difference, uh-huh. then yeah, they've done it faster. They did yeah. it faster, but world first means who did it first, regardless of who had access to it,
1: right. Right, and I think that's part of the, the issue is normally the the, upset, the accepted term is you subtract the hours it takes for um, the patch to go live. So say EU gets it 12 hours later, whenever they would um, finish it, they would subtract 12 hours to see if it beats the US time. But it's still, you know...
2: could work
1: it could but there's still a fight back and forth between the two groups and to be honest I see this eliminating the hardcore player base who this is what they go for I mean like I said watch the the race to world first and you'll see how competitive people get about this this is something that they aim for and if you can't get the the glory of a world first which is the which honestly is the developers going hey they did it first you know, proof that you are the number one, you're going to push those people away. Guilds like, uh, um, hey, help me pronounce here. Alacrity. Alacrity, thank you. I know Hodor, I think that's the EU guild who's fighting back and forth with them. They're going to leave because they are they like that competitive aspect of the game. They, they have leaderboards in the game. Apparently Zenimax doesn't mind it or else they wouldn't have leaderboards in the damn place.
0: They're... It, See, the controversy is mean, good. I mean, we're talking about it. That's what pe- they probably wanted anyways. Yeah. Controversy good. Unfortunately,
2: if I had a way to be a competitive PV I might share the sentiment, but I'm, I, I also, I don't, I I'm not trying to be sexist, but I'm, but I'm not a guy. I don't, Feel the same way that guys do about competitiveness in a sense. Yeah, but so I don't know well, if women do too. Thing. There's women.
0: There's women athletes. There's women gamer. I mean, yeah. it's, it has not, nothing to do with that. I don't. No,
2: think. no, but for no, no, just for me. For oh. me. For oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> what was it saying? Oh yeah, for me personally, I know that I don't understand because I'm not. Well, that's not
0: super, a woman or that's not but, a woman or a guy thing. No, that's, that's just
1: because I was gonna say the. Name. The the Finnish team that was took part in that uh, race for world first documentary was six women, eight two men, uh, with like two guy backups. There were a lot of females on that team. I will show you after this thing. I well, will if, you, show if you're
0: you. competitive, you're competitive. If you're mm-hmm. doing a ping if you're doing a ping pong match, you want to win. You just even have you have it or you don't, and it's okay to have it or not. It doesn't really matter. But the problem with the competitive scene and what I ran into is it takes all the fun out of the game the only fun is when you're on top you so you're struggling 99 percent of the time once you finally reach on top whew, it's fun that's it one percent of the time is fun mm-hmm. you your whole character everything you play it's not in your possession anymore all it is is just whatever's clever whatever is the new hot thing you can't play the way you want to play and you have someone telling what you do all the time which is kind of like what i do to some people but <laughs> <laughs> um so it takes that a lot of that out of it. Um so it's a huge sacrifice. It takes the fun out. That's that's the truth.
1: But to some people that is their fun. And I, I'm going right. to say this, I'm not competitive. Well, I am competitive in that, but I'm not up to the point where I have a job I can't do the race to world first. But just kind of like the guys who can't play football, they set up a fantasy football league because they like, you know, they like watching. I enjoyed in my Warcraft days watching when a new patch went out. I was like checking like wowhead and And uh, MMO champion every like 10 minutes to see who got world first. I was watching the streams. I thought that was fantastic, even though I knew personally, I think at my best, I was part of uh, Semantics, which was like a US 25 guild. And that was, we were like number one or two on our server, but we were, you know, like pretty far away from world first. And I had fun with that. I really did. But a lot of the fun for me was watching the competition between the main guilds. And that got a lot of people interested in the game that yeah. weren't really into the game because it was Warcraft. They were into it because of the competitive scene that got sponsors like SteelSeries to, you know, fund teams to get people interested in that type of play. That is why the rating scene in Warcraft is still going. It's not as powerful as it once was, but it's still going and no other MMO to date has been able to pick it up because they haven't been able to provide that same competitive atmosphere. And I think Zenimax, by outright saying we're not saying who has world first, is hurting their hardcore player base. Those guys who like to do that. Those guilds, you know, Hodor and all those who want to race to world first. You're taking that away from them. And as such, you're going to push away some of your hardcore players. That's yeah, my point. thoughts. Thais, do you have anything you want to say on that? Am I crazy?
2: Uh, I, I don't I don't
1: know. No idea. No idea? Okay. Uh, Deltia, how about you? Any, any closing thoughts on that?
0: Well, I think you're right about that with the hardcore. I think this game really is further from that. But um, to your point, you want to keep your player base. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how they would metrics that because the time zone different thing is going to be crazy, but I don't know. It's weird to kind of measure that. I It's just, you have leaderboards for a point, you know?
1: Yeah. So, but, you know, I just, from them not saying it, it, it seems like yeah, a weird gonna backstep. step. They're like, oh, we're going to support leaderboards, but we're not going to tell you who actually had it first, you know? That's And they're
0: they're so good with their community. It's just maybe they don't want to, make people mad or something. I don't know, because they are so good with the community and and acknowledging people. It just seems like a, I don't know, a weird thing on their part. Maybe it's just a one-off mistake.
1: Mm, Maybe. I don't know. I just, I think that's really going to hurt their, their rating scene. Like, you know, those guys who like to do that kind of stuff may start looking elsewhere. I mean, let's face it. I love, I love Elder Scrolls. Not not saying, ah, I'll continue playing this game just because I like Elder Scrolls, period. And I like the somewhat casual aspects. Like, I, I like games that don't force you to be hardcore to have fun, but I like the option to be hardcore if I want to. And if they're not going to help support the hardcore community, I mean, Warlords of Draenor is two months away. You know? What's gonna, that? Yeah, Um the new. I, I honestly don't know what that means. It's the oh, new WoW okay. expansion. It's it's two months away,
2: and it's going to. I, I really hope WoW dies.
1: It won't. Um, I
2: can still dream, though. You can still, still dream. Don't push my dreams.
1: Yeah, anyway. if People
0: want to play the game, and that's their thing. Yeah, no, it, that's awesome. People play Minecraft, and they have little freaking crazy little people that build blocks, and they he's play like, it for. Me. Well, they play it for twenty five hours a day. I have no idea. Yeah, 25 hours a day that's what I said. Yeah. I have no idea why that would be fun or whatever. People probably look at this game and go, "What is this doing, dude? I'm doing playing this for you know all the time. Do what you want to do. I don't care if you play WoW. I think it's ridiculous. Nintendo 64 graphics in 2014? No thank you. I'll stick with a game that I can play on my cell phone that looks better. Are you kidding me? But, you know, if that's what to get
2: you off, do it. I'm confused, he said 25 hours a day? Yes, Five? exactly,
0: yeah, was I was saying joke. I was saying a lot, that was the, the point.
2: Oh, okay, <laughs> because there's only 24 hours in a day, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. all right. I know. Jokes
1: aren't funny when you have to explain
2: them. <laughs> just, just making sure I'm following
0: you. you're the smart one here. I thought, yeah. I, I thought a jealous wouldn't have got that. Uh-huh. I,
2: I know, I just, I gotta keep everyone on track, it's, oh it's my, my job. Oh God,
0: yes.
1: Wow
2: you guys
1: raced to world first understanding maybe <laughs> all right well i'm gonna end my rant but i i definitely think well, my final thoughts for this i think Zenimax made a big mistake i think they're making a mistake and uh i hope it doesn't bite them in the uh, in the bum
2: face i am on board with Zenimax's decision to not get in the middle of it let the gamers fight it out let them decide where it starts for world first
1: okay and deltia how about you
0: i kind of agree with uh face i mean i don't think it's that big of a controversy it's <laughs> just people people in guilds talk trash to each other if you if you if you, uh said this is got person got world first they still argue about it and say xenowax oh, hates us and the eu community screw it we're leaving we're gonna go to wildstar and show them i mean WildStar's
1: just, going free to play anyway so no it's <laughs> hey, they've already started doing server mergers. Yeah, so. are, are you
2: matter. being serious? No, yeah. no, it's not going free to play, okay. but they have done some server mergers because they want to the get Oh my started. God,
1: the
0: game's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: It's my turn to bash them. You know, that's what they're it's saying. A right? oh, nah, it's terrible.
2: The game's going to die.
1: Don't need to. Oh
2: my gosh, you are so hateful.
1: Just call me IGN. Oh. Alright, wow. let's move on before this gets any more heated. Tales of Tamriel time, personal story time. And as always, Deltia, what have you done in uh, Elder Scrolls this
0: week? I have died and died and died and died and died. And then after I died, I died some more. And then continued to die and kept dying. I've literally spent 15 hours or more on the last boss in Dragonstar Arena without beating it. 15 hours. Same boss. Four hours a night, probably for three nights in a row, doing the same damn fight. <laughs> we just can't beat the damn thing. Um, it's not that hard. It just takes some time and practice and people that can DPS. And so we're doing it right now. I think we're on wave eight or so. Um, we, I mean, we can blow through with most of these waves, die maybe once or twice, like I'm probably going to do now. But gosh, it's fun. I don't know why. It's just a blast. I never thought dying a thousand times would be fun, but apparently it is. I get why you PvPers love it. Um, So, yeah, that's all I've really been doing. I mean, I have shut everything down. I haven't even done dishes. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to get this Dragon Star Arena done. I've shut everything down. I'm not mowing my lawn. Hell, I haven't even taken a shower in a couple days. I'm going to beat this damn thing. I don't care if I get world first or world last. This thing is going to die. And that's my attitude. That's the whole week I've been playing, watching videos, doing this, and then my life will continue after I beat this. So what have I been doing? Dragon Star Arena exclusively.
1: Seriously, watch that race to world first. You're like perfectly in line of what everyone's doing.
0: <laughs> I have never been this upset. I mean, I stayed up till three in the morning the other night playing this. And I have, I haven't done that since I was like, I don't know, 19. Um, I just like, it's so, it's so unforgiving. If one person screws up, you're dead. I mean, and it sucks because I, I hate to say it. I'm generally not that one person, right? I'm the guy who the tank that as long as you throw a healing springs on me, I'm not going to die. You know, and so it's frustrating to go, okay, there's a red circle on your feet move that's it right red circle move kill stuff that's that's all we have to do it sounds simple but it's really not and i don't know it's just dragon they did a great job with it they Uh, did a great job i love it I, i will play it on every single character uh and then the best part about it is the loot is not the last boss every phase you get loot So we brought a VR2 healer on and got them to, you know, phase five or something. Just you got you got VR 13 rewards for it. It's great. I love that mechanic. Nice.
1: I definitely agree. The Dragon Star Dragon Star Arena, all of it was a step in the right direction for competitive PVE. Like it was the difficulty that was needed. And you're exactly right. Like that's what I used to do with my rating is that's what we did hours a night just and that was fun the being able to struggle like not everyone agrees with that but like the i feel so accomplished when you finally do down something that you've been struggling for like when you finally do finish it you'll probably dance around you know your house
0: well it reminds me it it reminds me of my time in the army where you know i always go back to this crap but you know obviously we're not killing people and doing crazy stuff but you got to work together as a four-man unit. Even if there is a weak link, you stick together and you get through it. You help each other out. You don't bail on your team. You you find a way to get it done. You keep working and you talk about it. And you say, hey, you're the weak link, but here's what we can do to fix it. Everyone accepts their role and does it. That's so cool. I just love it.
1: it it's strategy. It's it's essentially figuring out figuring out a puzzle live action while you're playing it you got to work together you have to rely on the people you're doing it with it's not like a a single player game where hey you know you beat the it's only me yeah you beat you beat the guy at the end of the castle and you save the princess well yeah it was only you if you messed up it's only you but this is you have a role to do this is what you have to do and you have to rely on the other people in your team whether it's four eight twelve however many are in the group but in dragon star it's four that they're gonna do what they're gonna do like I'm in there, and when Thace and I are playing, I'm doing damage. She's healing. I trust her to take care. Of, I don't worry about my health, you know, other than staying out of what I know needs to staying kill out me. out of stupid. But I have to trust that she will do her job, which I can, except for when there's spiders, and then I True know story. I'm gonna die. True story. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, that you have to rely on other people to know what they're doing and to take care of it. Um, whether it's interrupting tanking doing damage avoiding damage healing it's it's fantastic and absolutely fantastic and they definitely upped the uh, difficulty and made it something fun that you're not going to be able to run through in 10 minutes and then be bored of it it's something like you said that you're putting hours into and you will feel accomplished once you do it
0: well if you're watching the stream right now i don't know who is but we're on like one of the harder ones. Okay. And to give you an idea of how hard this is, we just died. you have basically seven ads, all shooting ice, fire, whatever that will one shot anyone essentially, unless you're constantly healing. We got that going on. We got an ad that takes 50,000 life runs around, has a big red circle. You have another ad that will slow you down and follow another person. If those two meet, you got instantly dead. Try beating that. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, you have to move around as a unit. Everyone has to be able to heal. Everyone has to be able to basically off-tank. It's And you just have to kind of weather the storm and just drop ultimates and just survive. It's a blast.
1: Nice. Nice. I can't wait till I get my character up there to be able to do that, just because I love that type of content. Not in a total rush, because I know once I'm there, I'll be there for a long time. But i'm excited for it really am so all right i guess it's uh is that all you have for this week
0: yep all right
2: all right
1: it's uh our time please talk about character changes so anything that you've done differently nope really
2: nothing i I didn't change anything I know oh, I thought you were
1: I know but I just I say that to you all the time.
2: Oh, you I don't hear... change anything no well, why if I find something good, why change it? I'm not you
1: oh yeah, so i I went with sword and dagger what because <laughs> oh I'm playing with that.
2: can you pick one thing well no. and, and don't, before don't delta you know... I
1: know dagger and daggers better. But I already crafted myself an epic sword, and it's only VR3, and I'll have to replace it soon. So I'm just trying to get my dual wield up.
2: Don't you know that, like the phrase that um, a jack of all trades is a master of none?
0: I disagree.
1: Mm. Yeah, but I can do a lot of stuff, and it's I- such I'm more a... versatile.
2: But did, did you so, not hear the statement? A y- jack of all trades is a master of none.
1: Yeah, but when a master is taken away from what he's mastering, he's worthless.
0: Boom! Oh, there's that. There's yeah, there that. Is. That just happened. Mm-hmm.
1: You could be an electrical engineer, but if I take you and tell you to, I don't know, I don't know, take you into a lumberjack area, that's guy's not going to know what he's doing. Why
2: or, Why would you ever take him to a lumberjack? Because he's
1: a master of electrical engineering. Know, but, but why
2: would you ever take him away from that field and put him in the lumber? Like, if you're a tank, this why would I ever take that? you?
1: And, no, if you're a tank, well, it does. why yes, would I ever take
2: you and make you heal?
1: There's heal phases oh, where you yes. got to break out the heal yep. staff. Okay. I'm a tank and I have a resto staff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They throw you in situations where you gotta break out of the standard.
2: Okay, well, see, at least that's that's two, alright? So no matter what, you always have to have a healing staff because this is the Elder Staves online. It makes perfect sense. But why would you ever need a sword and board, a bow, a destruction staff, a dagger and dagger, a sword and dagger, and whatever else combination you happen to think of? There's never a point when you're gonna need all of that. Because
1: I'm still leveling, and... If they're not fifty and I want to respect to them because maybe they're awesome now, I'd have to level oh, so, it to fifty.
2: So you want to play a flavor of the month? I see flavor
1: okay. of the month weapon. I'm okay with. Oh, okay. I won't give up my templar, but okay. I'll do flavor of the weapon. Flavor of the weapon. Yeah. Yeah, but if if you don't play with them, if if you decide, hey, you know what, guys, we're doing trials. Oh, dude, we're we lost our tank this week, and we really wanted to try this well i got a sword and board but it's only like 11 you'll have to spend like 12 hours leveling it up and at yeah, least mine's why yeah, would I'm, you
2: volunteer not a tank they would just have to find a new tank that's no not I, you. I
1: volunteer to be a tank i
2: like being able to switch my role that's
1: why you have multiple sets of gear
2: no not me all right oh
1: jack of all trades master of none master doesn't know anything outside the role that's how it works anyway so yeah, I've been playing with that, and I know dagger and dagger would be better for dual wield, but I didn't feel like crafting another one and wasting the mats for something that I'll replace in in like a level. So that's the only reason. Because I know as soon as I said that Delta, you're like, "Ooh," and I'm like, "I know. It's not best in slot, but I'm just trying to level it right now." Um, so yeah. So what do we do this week? Mostly we explored Wayrest, and you know we are we like to talk to everyone and see why are there so many thugs in Wayrest. I mean, like, seriously, half their population are thugs. Like, you walk around the city and there's just bands of thugs beating up on, like, helpless, you know, citizens. It's like, where are the guards?
0: Are we in Baltimore? Yes.
2: See, I think it goes back into um, that the entire continent is just wanting to kill each other.
1: Possibly. It just, I've never been in a city where there's so many thugs. Go to Baltimore. Uh, all right. We got to end the show right now. Walking Dead season four is now on Netflix. Sorry. but No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, that's what I'm doing afterwards. Yeah. So.
2: Even in towns. In towns, there yeah. were clusters of bandits. Yes. Which, for some reason, I walked up to every cluster of bandits and said the same exact phrase. Why is there so many bandits in the city? And then I killed them. With every group. Why is there so many bandits in the city, babe? I, I was. Know. Why is there so many bandits in the city, babe? I don't know. I was doing my <laughs> job. So many bandits in the city, babe? I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, when so I was done, there were
1: far fewer because I killed them all.
2: Until they respawned. Well, and then you asked the same question.
0: Why, there's so many and, bandits and then the I city? killed them. Babe, babe, I don't know. Babe, I don't know.
1: Yeah, guys, see, so this is what I deal with,
0: like, all the time. Babe, babe. <laughs> uh, huh?
1: Anyway, so after we kill off a bunch of bandits and thugs, because that's what we do... Um, we got tasks from the walk uh, Sean of the Living Dead guy, a.k.a. High King Emmerich, because he does the voice. What's his name? He's also in um, Underworld. Uh, oh,
0: that guy's awesome. I know. He is pretty cool. What is that, dude?
1: Oh, I, it's driving nuts. I can't remember his name now. He's in Shaun of the Dead and he's a uh, Victor. He's a British guy. He's
0: Victor. Yeah, well, of course he's British. He's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah. What uh, what American movie is not complete without a British bad guy? That's right. what happens.
2: I don't know. Isn't Liam Neeson British and he's like a good guy? Uh,
1: I don't know. Anyway, continuing on. So we <clears throat> had to go and reco- recover a dream shard. From the Attura Estate, and all I'm gonna say is, why is the guy's wife such a d hole? Uh, you know, like when we're talking to her, she's like, you remember her? She's like scolding us like every three seconds, like you're not wanted here.
2: I know that they're going to be adding better facial expressions for the NPCs, but I couldn't help but notice that his wife at the Attura Estate actually looked annoyed the entire time you were talking to her. And her husband. Oh, yeah. Like, her lips were pissed. pursed. She had this, like, scowl in her eyes. Her arms were crossed. She was shaking her head. Like, I cannot believe what is going on. She looked annoyed the whole time.
1: Yeah, she was really, really ticked off. And
2: then we we, we, we killed her.
1: Yeah, we did, naturally. She was, of course, a uh, one of those omens of uh, Vermina. But we did get to recover the Dream Shard. Now we get to stop her. And I guess King sent us off.
2: To find um, another, find,
1: yeah, but we kind of got sidetracked and we started attacking. I ran into a bug, the abandoned farm, which is a world boss. We killed it, but we didn't get the clear. Uh, so that's kind of weird. The world first? Yeah, we got the world
0: first of Abandoned Farm. Too soon. Hashtag too soon. (laughs) I'm pretty funny today. Come on. I know. I like it. I like
1: it. All right. All right.
0: Comedic relief.
1: I like it. Anyway, so after ZeniMax refused to give us credit for our world first Abandoned Farm, (laughs) uh, we went down to the Trodara (laughs) Plantation, and we had to help the plantation owners fight off bandits. Now
2: not just bandits and, and crocodiles oh, yeah, and croc- ogres and ogres.
1: It just wasn't a good time, but it was kind of funny cause they're all old. They're like, they're a group of old adventurers and they're like, yeah, we retired here, but we don't want to stay retired anymore. And look at this place. It's crap. We don't want to rebuild it. So we have to go and convince them all to, you know, abandon the plantation and go back to their adventuring lifestyles. Now these guys are like 90. That's what they look like. Um,
2: there's only one problem I have to say with the aging mechanic is their skin looks old, their faces look old, but their bodies look like they're 20. That, that is my biggest problem. Like if a character is old, hunch their backs a little bit, like make yeah, them look feeble.
1: But you also got to look into it like this. It, I think the feeble people in our society are because of easy living. Like the type of lifestyle we have provides a much easier lifestyle. Now, again, most people didn't live till ninety at those times, but they also didn't look old and feeble when they were considered older, unless they were consi- they were ancient.
2: I'm just saying, make it more realistic.
1: That might be pretty realistic.
2: I'm mean, I'm just saying. Have you met a ninety-year-old swordsman? i
1: I've, I've never met a ninety-year-old. Well, actually, you know what? There have been some.
2: Could you picture your grandmother swinging a sword? Maybe. Okay. All right. All right.
1: I'm just saying, easy lifestyle. You can't compare them today. We have a longer life expectancy, but we also don't work near as hard. So, I mean, let's let's go with that. Anyway, so we're working on that quest. And the one thing that's kind of annoying is this one guy's like, okay, I, I want to leave. But I buried all my old adventuring gear by the levee. Uh, can you go dig it up? Why in creation would you bury it in three different places? I mean, like, just dig one hole and throw it all in there. But no, you bury your helm here, you bury your your, your uh, chess plate here, and you bury your axe on the other side of the island. Why? You're giving up on adventure. Just dig one hole and be done with it.
2: I just want to know why he buried it. Like, why not put it in a closet somewhere?
1: I don't know. He just didn't... Like, well,
2: like, was he just walking to the plantation one day and said, Hmm, I think I'm just going to bury my gear for no apparent reason.
1: Even so, I'm going to bury my gear, but in different locations.
2: Why? Because someone is going to want rusted over, dirt-covered, 50-year-old gear.
1: Exactly. Well, actually, it's like twenty because they said they were there for twelve or thirteen years or something like that.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Even so, ten years in a essentially a, what used to be a swampy land before they built the levee—that's gonna be rusted crud. Yep. But again, why three locations? And it—it uh, it just baffled me. Like, seriously.
2: Because he's a Nord, and they're not real smart.
1: Maybe, maybe. I don't know. And finally, the last thing we did was we had our Explore Cyrodiil event with the guild, and that was a lot of fun. We had a kind of a small turnout. It was uh, me, Thais, uh, Shabib, and uh, Entrelli at first, and Kipster joined us later. Uh, We had a lot of fun out there in Cyrodiil, exploring delves and... um,
2: Doing dolmens. Dolmens.
1: And, of course, at the end of the night, when we were finally done, um, the Ebonheart Pact opened up one of the Relic Gates in Daggerfall covenant who had a relic. So the five of us decided, Hey, let's go try to steal that relic. So it was a final battle in the relic, uh, temple where the five of us tried to beat off the guards and grab the relic.
2: We were so close. The relic is the scroll, right? Yep. Okay. We were so close to getting that scroll.
1: Yeah.
2: This close.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny. We're like, well, we already decided we were going to give up for the night. Like we were done. We were out there for probably two, three hours and we're like, okay, we're going to call it a night. And that's when we saw the message that the thing opened. I'm like, guys, you guys want to run over there to the gate because there's two two um, sky shards you can't get unless the Relic gates are open. Well, one of the Relic gate was open, so we were able to get one of the sky shards from uh, the Daggerfall Covenant. So we all decided, yeah, we're going to run over there. We're going to try to get it. So we went go over, and we're after this thing. And we do actually get that one, but unfortunately, the way they made the land you can't just go behind the gates you actually have to have both of them opened which is weird like we couldn't go over to where the other one was hidden i I don't know why but we can't because we can't
2: climb mountains
1: yeah it's true but yeah so we got one of the scrolls so it's pretty cool but we did end the night with a bang trying to pull the guards at the elder scroll and try to capture that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun so that was our week in game. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our next section, which is the dramatic reading. This week, we'll be starting a new series of books from The Elder Scrolls Online. We decided to do a book, uh, decided to do the book set Shadowfen Lore. Perhaps they might actually get a little bit of her Argonian lore within these pages. This set contains ten volumes, including a mother's nursery rhyme, a shallow pool, dusk, dusk shadow. Fair Argonian Maiden, oh my, uh, where's the lusty Argonian Maiden? That's all I want to <laughs> know. Freedom's Price, On the cotton Flu, Remember Me, uh, Soriel's Journal, The Right, Matic for the Job, and The Ruby Necklace. Now, these are all books that you can find within Shadowfen and give a little bit of lore of the zone. So um, this week, the first book in the series is A Mother's Nursery Rhyme. So Thais, take it away.
2: Do you have five children, mother? I've heard that you do. Five children, no, tonight I have four. Four children, sweet and pure. Four and no more. Do you have four children, mother? I've heard that you do. Four children, no, tonight I have three. Three children, a bed late today. Three and no more. Do you have three children, mother? I've heard that you do. Three children, no, tonight I have two. Two children, quiet and shy. Two and no more. Do you have two children, mother? I've heard that you do. Two children? No, tonight I have one. One child singing a song. One and no more. Do you have one child, mother? I've heard that you do. One child? Please, I have none. They're with their father now and live here no more.
1: That's a really depressing nursery rhyme.
2: They all died and went to
1: Yup. You got That's that That's dark. Albeit, you know, that's kind of like our nursery rhymes, like ring around the rosies about the bubonic plague. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I mean, creepy.
2: All it makes me think of is the family guy. It's raining, luggage, and babies and limbs, and daddy doesn't come home.
1: (laughs) Pan Am flight, (laughs) huh? All right. right. So, that is our dramatic reading for uh, this week. It's a short little one, but I thought it was kind of interesting. And Thais is now laughing her, her head off over here. All right, we're we'll moving on to the next section, which is our guild corner. Deltia, you want to plug your guild?
0: Hard contact. Um, we did do a guild event I forgot to talk about with ESOTR and um, a bunch of people... We actually got nuked pretty good, which was okay, you know, explaining that this is what PvP is really like. So we did that. That was fun. Um, but hard to contact right now. We're running Dragonstar Arena, doing a lot of PvE and PvP. We're not just doing one thing. So if that's something you want to do, we're all, all the Mary Dominion exclusive. Um, so that is a thing. I know you guys hate filthy elves, but so that's what we're doing. If you want to be a part of it, holler at me in game at Deltia, D-E-L-T-I-A, um, and I can get you in. So that's really all for that.
1: Excellent. Um, and of course, if anyone's jo- interested in joining the uh, friends and family guild for Tales of Tamriel, you can contact either jealous as or at tear eater t e a r e a t e r in game for an invite. Um, yeah. So that's it for this one. We're uh, we are not Almari Dominion exclusive for anyone. So if you just want to come chat, hang out, have a good time, that's what we do. Uh, finally, a good friend of ours, Kipster, gotta love Kipster, uh, has his own PvE progression kill called the Dragon Guard, currently accepting any VR-ranked character with a serious intention towards endgame PvE content. If you have an interest, you can contact Kipster in-game, that's K-Y-P-S-T-E-R, to apply. Uh, this is an Ebonheart Pact exclusive guild, because we are only Ebonheart Pact. So.
2: Blood for the Pact.
1: Blood for the Pact. There we go. All right, that's the end of our guildcorn. We're going to go ahead and move into our emails and iTunes reviews. We had one email this week, and unfortunately uh, I picked the book set before, but it's kind of interesting anyway. Go ahead.
2: Hello, Theis and Agelos and Deltia. In response to your plea for books in Argonia, I would suggest reading The Argonian Account, a four-part series following an imperial named... Domicus Scotti on his misadventure through the province of Black Marsh. The books give interesting insight on typical life within this murky corner of Nern during the Third Era, and a bit of general info on the saxe themselves. But I would recommend reading the precursor series A Dance and Fire first, as there are several references to the events of these books in the Argonian account, and it gives a better introduction and insight into the character of Demicus Scott. I pronounce them differently because you use both spelled them both differently.
1: Uh this is just the email copy paste. Oh
2: is it? Oh I thought you okay. Then oh. well, I apologize. Also also, all the lore these books gave are what helped me helped make the Bosmer my favorite race. However, it must be noted that a dance in fire deals with the Bosmer and Valenwood during the end of the Five-Year War against the Khajiit, and not Black Marsh. And spanning through the impressive seven volumes, there are only two occurrences of implied cannibalism, so it's not that bad. (laughs)
1: Love
2: from Australia, Severed Ned.
1: Hey, everyone loves a good barbecue once in a while, that's all I'm saying.
2: Oh, that's disgusting.
1: I would make a Bosmer.
2: I would never. I would kill I every elf would. out there except for
1: But you don't like Khajiit either. Thunder. I love Khajiit.
2: They're no.
1: I like Khajiit. They're I big only kittens. like Yerki. They're cute kittens. They're cute like kittens. Alright. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Well, that is the uh the end of our show, guys. <sighs> I hate this part of the show because I don't like saying goodbye makes me sad but it's time for our final thoughts so let's go ahead and go around and let everyone know where you can follow us in game out of game however you want to do it so Thais why don't you tell us what your final thoughts for this episode are and where people can find you
2: um I'm really happy that we're doing a book series on Argonians I'm so excited but not for the one book because I know I'm probably going to cry at the end because I know I cried when I read it in-game several times. So that won't be fun. You can find me in-game at Teareater, T-E-A-R-E-A-T-E-R. Okay. Okay.
1: No, nowhere else? <laughs> no. Okay.
2: Or, or, or I guess on Twitter at, at, at uh, TwitQueenFace.
1: <laughs> there you go. Kay. I was waiting for you to say that. Awesome. All right. You went and made one, now tell people they didn't follow you there. (laughs) Alright, and Deltia, my good man. Tell us uh, your final thoughts for the episode, where people can find you, that kind of thing.
0: Final thoughts is I'm really happy with the content. Uh, 1.5 might be a little bit disappointing, but the next batch should be something really good. So, game's looking to be good. I really like the small group content. Um, You can find me at Deltia's Gaming, D-E-L-T-I-A-S Gaming uh, on Twitter or Deltia's Gaming.com, in-game at Deltia. So if you want to chat or just talk about builds or try to run... Dragon Star and stuff like that. I'd be more than happy to do that. Um, and as far as the website and stuff, still making a bunch of guides. Got a new authors, a couple new authors. So we're having PVP. I'll still be doing the builds. Uh, really want to get this done so I can, you know, talk about Dragon Star and how we got through it. So look for that kind of guide coming out. And everyone's been asking, how do I level so fast? That is coming this week. So nice. that's it.
1: Excellent. And I do want to thank both my co-hosts for joining me this afternoon. Um, as for myself, i um, really happy with the game as a whole. Like I said, I'm loving the new content that's coming out. I'm excited for it. I'm excited that it's difficult. I got to speak with uh, our friend Kipster in-game, saying how he was doing Hellra Citadel to gain a little bit of confidence back. And when I asked him why, I said, isn't it easy? He's like, yeah, but the Serpent Trial is not easy. And that actually really made me very happy. I was very excited to hear that. And of course, Dragon Star Arena... So far, I think there's only one guild for both, uh, at least on the US mega server, uh, that has down both um, the Serpent Trial and um, Dragon Star Arena. I might be wrong on Dragon Star Arena because this was true as of like, I don't know, Wednesday when last I looked. But um, yeah, it's a lot of people are uh, haven't finished it yet. And that excites me because I hate when I see content get downed in like five seconds. It, It just bothers me. Um, of course, you guys heard me rant. I still love you, Zenimax. I am upset with you right now, so we're we're kind of having a fight. That's what I'm gonna say. Me and Zenimax, we're kind of like a boyfriend and girlfriend right now. We're just not talking because we're a little upset <laughs> at one another. Take a uh, break. It's take right. a little. We just gotta step apart for a second. Not that I'm not playing your game or anything, because I am, but I don't have to look at you.
0: Don't you? Don't me be checking a tweet that comes out playing WildStar. <laughs> All right, we're going to you and I are going to have a talk.
1: Oh, I would rather <laughs> perform some act that most teenage males do with sandpaper than play Wildstar. What? Oh, yeah, I, I had to keep it somewhat clean for the show.
0: Wow. Yeah. OK, there's
1: that. There is that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zetamax, I'm disappointed with your decision not to um you know, declare who was world first and not supporting the hardcore community. That really upsets me. And, I mean, you guys kind of already had a big fallout with your hardcore community when you limited your API add-ons. You know, there's certain things that we look for and you're not doing those things. We're not having good communication on our side of the relationship, so I'm very upset. Still love you, but I'm angry at you right now. All right, so that's our that's our show for this week. Um, as I go back, Thank you all for listening to this podcast. If you wish to help support the podcast, feel free to donate via the PayPal link on our website. If you wish to contact us with questions, comments, criticisms, the website for our show is TalesOfTamriel.com. Or you can email the show at podcast at com, or use the About section on our website. It, it goes the same place. You can follow the show on Twitter at Tales of TalesOfTamriel, Facebook at Facebook.com slash podcast. Also, feel free to rate and subscribe to us via iTunes and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Tales of Tamriel. That's where we put all of our episodes, including the live stream for you to watch later or again, whatever you want to do. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good night, everybody.